Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl Dawn M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast, and this is my two cents. Alright, so this episode, I was thinking about this. I get this question from time to time. Why, um, if you grew up Christian, did you become Muslim? So uh, a lot of this is outlined in my book, Building Your Creative. Building your Trojan Creative Horse, you could get that by going straight to IamDawnWilliams.com and click on, it's like the first couple of links in regards to my book. But anyway, whoo, okay, so when I was in my early 20s, basically, I ruined my life by my own choices and it was a complete disaster. It was a complete disastrous mess and... At that given point in time, I needed to revamp some stuff. I think that life is about you got to figure out what's what's best for you, right? So, it was a point in time where I had zero support system, meaning, you know how you see somebody do so terribly that... um like you see these these people like on uh Dr. Phil and all that and the, the family keep helping them and keep helping them and then they just be like um they get to the point where they're just so dependent upon the family don't matter and they just these junkies and all that. And I'm not saying I was that far, but I was out there. <coughs> and it uh it just got really ridiculous. And I think my lowest point was probably when the eldest was uh, put into foster care but the the key factor in this is when he got put into foster care it was because it was a particular family member added lies on top of how bad I was doing so it's one thing if I'm doing bad you know but then if somebody come in and add fabricated stories that are believed by <coughs> the players that are in the government meaning like the people in child services or what have you that makes it a lot worse <laughs> and I talked about that on I think that was 80, episode 82 in regards to what happened and we're not going to get into that <clears throat> today excuse me I don't know what's going on with my throat today oh my gosh this morning is just a mess but that particular family member was and probably still is heavily Jesus this and Jesus that, you know, and I knew this person behind closed doors, like how this person really was. It just the 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 epitome of narcissism where it's like the false self thing, where it's like they portray something to certain people and then behind closed doors they are a complete mess and I didn't like that. If that was what I'm supposed to aspire to be, I don't want to be that. I want to be okay behind closed doors and in public. So fast forward to meeting my husband right now. And we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. A clip from episode 161 of Research Show's podcast. How long ago was that? When did you start the VV show? Two years ago. Oh, wow. So you was nine. Yes, ma'am. This is, I'm just so inspired. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, all right. So, 
tell everybody how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am. And I want to inspire like kids that's my age or younger and also like some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to, you know, I wouldn't say be like me, but be like, like, like positivity, like have positivity and, you know, be positive, not like don't be negative. That is so wonderful. Entrepreneur Thursdays with Research Joe's podcast. All right, thank you for coming back. Okay, so then I met Umar, and Umar is Muslim. So he's like the first Muslim person I have ever spoken to, like in depth. Like, you know, how I was brought up, you know, you just automatically, like, oh, everybody who's not Christian going straight to hell, you know, stuff like that. That's what I heard. And, you know, there's no point on even engaging in conversation with people who are Muslim. So, but at that point when I met him, I was at my lowest. My child uh, was in the custody of his grandmother. Um, and I wanted custody of him. You know, I felt like I needed to raise him or whatever. Um, it was just disastrous. Like my whole way of functioning was just ridiculous. And I believe that's a lot of America or, or maybe it's a lot of the world where it's like everybody isn't in order, like have a clear mind. It's like, you just is pretending that you do. And when he came in, I just noticed him praying a lot. And then when he broke something down to me, when he was, I was saying, I thought that they hated Jesus. And he was like, no, Muslims love Jesus. It has nothing to do with that. And he was explaining, I, I don't know if the way he explained it made me understand that Muslims worship the God that Jesus was praying to. Because I always kept asking that in Bible study. Like, how is it three people, but it's one person? Like, I'm confused. Like, this don't make no sense. And I spent, I mean, I'm weekly in Bible study. I was heavily into the church as a child. And it could never be clearly explained to me. It's like, you just have to accept this. And I, you know, I know everything not going to make perfect sense to you. But that always stood out to me. Why are you talking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? But it's the same person, but it's different people and I'm confused and even if I was gonna let that go right when I was at my lowest all of the Christian people was they just was like wash their hands of me which I can't really necessarily blame them but it's a fact that's a fact I don't care what nobody say that's a fact nobody was like could see I was damaged to that extent and was like, let me come in and do something. Because see, my whole everything, like how I exist is, let me solve other people's problems. Like, oh my God, I see somebody doing so bad. I got to come in and try to figure it out. Especially if you're in my close circle. I'm like, no, nah, we got to figure this out. You know? But then it's like, I didn't have that. And I'm like, I spent all these years being that for people. And then I'm broken, visibly broken, and I did not have that from none of my Christian 
people surrounding me. So that opened up the door for um, whoever was going to help me. And Allah sent me Umar to help me. And I'm not at all saying Umar is perfect at all. I'm just saying it was a different perspective. So here I was, anybody who don't already know, Umar had been incarcerated. So when he came out, it was like he was doing better than like most of these people out here that's not, you know, been incarcerated. Like how the heck you come out here? He had two jobs. He had his car. It was like he was going places. And it was like no matter what happened to him, like when I say no matter what happened to him, I mean like his car broke down, anything that happened to him, it was like he was, it was like he had a support system that like a millionaire would pay for. Like he didn't want for nothing. And I didn't understand it. And it wasn't just one particular person who was doing for him. It would just be like, it was like a, a, a invisible setup of a support system. It was like, how is that possible, right? I said, I didn't say in a sense of jealousy. I just looked at it and I said, I want that. I want that. Whatever he got, I want it. And I waited. I still was Christian up until we got married. So we met in like 2007, maybe February, through his nephew. It was a family member. Um, And that whole story, I'm not going to get into all that. The whole how we met and how I knew other parts of his family. This I'm just gonna concentrate on. This is supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> just gonna concentrate on why I became Muslim. So by the time I uh, we met in February 2007, so then I was pregnant with Umar, my little, my young baby, by um, maybe February of '08, and then I had him in November of '08. But I remember that whole year. I was trying to make a decision because I knew before I got pregnant, I said, if we ever had a baby, I wouldn't want to have two different religions because I will want, wouldn't want the baby to be confused right there. I want him to understand we were on the same accord, but still I was trying to decide, like, should I be Muslim? Should I stay with this man? Should I, I couldn't figure out what I should do. And the whole time, when I, the stress I was enduring or whoever was attacking me directly was Christian people, Christian uh, family members, Christian in-laws. It was like, and it was like crazy. So it kind of made me think, let me at least try, you know, especially once I had got pregnant. So when I became Muslim, I was scared. I was like, I think I might have made a mistake. I don't I don't know if I should have did this. I did it the same day we got married because they wouldn't marry us unless I took the Shahada. So we got married at the masjid, at the mosque, for people who don't know what a masjid is. And then I remember um, I used to suffer with the depression terribly. And that was one of the first things, one of the first du'as that I made to Allah, which is a prayer separate from the obligatory prayers uh for him to take it from me and it was taken from me and that at that point I knew I didn't make a mistake and I know that some people might be listening with depression saying oh she's making that up anybody who know Don Williams my former name Don Mazik anybody who know me I'm not a liar I don't just make things up for clout or to look a certain way like like when I tell people, like when I see them suffering with depression and then they be like, how did yours go away? And I, I be honest, I'm serious because 
why else would I, after that point, if I'm trying to make a decision whether I'm not to be Muslim, I'm not going to be out here in no 100 degree heat, sweating in a hijab. That stuff, yeah, that stuff be hot. You dad going straight to be hot. I ain't going to sit up here in front like other people acting like I ain't hot. I don't, I be hot as I don't know what, sweating. But it's for the sake of Allah. Everything I'm, every movement, or I try to make every movement for the sake of Allah. Wake up for the sake of Allah. <clears throat> Do things for people for the sake of Allah and all that stuff. And that is why. And um, uh, it, a big contributing factor to it was the lack of a Christian support system. I get the Christian support system, especially from family, once everything is fine, when everything is going great. But when I was doing bad to where I was unrecognizable and just just horrible, just, oh my goodness, the only person who was there, and this is probably a huge reason why we together to this very day, because everybody know how marriage is. <laughs> I can never forget that. That's a, a whole nother level of loyalty that I cannot forget because it was a mess when I met Umar. Like my life was a mess. And um I'm gonna leave with this part right here. I'm gonna try to shorten this. By the time this this how it was so bad that I can't prove who did. I just have a, a feeling who did it. But somebody had come in and was destroying my apartment, almost like trying to scare Umar away. And he didn't go away. He would come in and clean it. The apartment got destroyed two or three times. I mean, I'm talking like all my clothes all over the floor, food out the fridge, all over the ceilings. It was like crazy. Like everything about me that I was attracting was just chaos, right? And then he helped me. He didn't even have no, his own house. He lived with his uncle and he asked his uncle, can I come and stay with them? And the uncle let me stay. And so while I'm getting myself or, or getting help and getting myself back together mentally, he was there, you know, and he was Muslim and that was undeniable. So that is why. And I remember it was a Christian lady that um was a, she was like the choir director or something. And I seen her years later because she seen me when I was a mess and I was a disaster. And she, when she saw me, she was, um she might've been close to tears. I don't know if she was crying or not. I can't remember. But I remember her hugging me and she was like, oh my God. And, you know, oh, praise God, this and that. She said, I wish that it could have been a different method. Like, I wish you basically could have got yourself together under Christianity. And I'm just looking like I just found the irony in that ridiculous because you was one of them people who was like, I'm not going to embrace this person. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying this from a judgmental standpoint. I'm saying this man, this Muslim man was like, he don't give a F what nobody else was saying about me. Cause everybody was saying, don't marry her. Don't have, not everybody, just certain people um, don't have nothing to do with her, this and that. And he basically hug me and help me i'm talking about like spiritually like no until i was able to stand on my own two feet and get myself together um and he was muslim and that stood out to me and it made me investigate more and the more i get deeper into the religion the more everything make perfect sense because it's so structured it's no question like it's no question what you're supposed to do for your muslim brother it's not like no Anything to be to be to be debated is like it's so direct the rules how women are supposed to behave, 
Who's supposed to clean around the house? Like it's supposed to be both people. Who's supposed to do deal with child arranging, child rearing? Who's how you supposed to um worship? How exactly you supposed to pray through the hadiths and all different kind of stuff? It was just it piqued my curiosity. So that's it. That's why I became Muslim. So just hold on real quick. We'll be right back. Good morning. I'm Lolita Clark, realtor and consultant for Prime Residential and part of the powerhouse team of Prime Residential. Um, the market is good. If you're looking to buy, sell, invest, rent to own, please feel free to give me a call. 703-772-3873 or send me an email at listwithlolita at yahoo.com. All right. Thank you so much for coming back. Don't forget we do these episodes daily. My Two Cents as well as uh, Technology for Seniors every day, 12 p.m. Eastern. Then we have, um, we do the Entrepreneurs 4 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. And every Monday, 6 a.m., we got the morning show with the morning crew. We talk about a whole lot of different things. Don't forget, um, we are on all streaming platforms. You can also download the app, I Am Dawn Williams, and that will have the podcast on there as well. And you can also go straight to the researchdepartments.com, click on Research Shows Podcast, especially if you want to be a guest, collaborate, anything like that. So everybody have a wonderful day on purpose.